You're going where? You're doing what? Are you crazy, Aunt Tam? Make sure you subscribe. Hey, I'm Tamara, and welcome to Many Roads Traveled, the travel podcast that takes you all around the world on my overland trips that I've been doing over the last 30 years to 76 countries. So if you love travel and adventure, please subscribe. And of course, at the end of each episode, there is Tam's Top Tips, which is my up-to-date travel tips for that area. Okay, so buckle up, buttercup, and let's hit the road. I am back. I don't know where does the time go. It's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. So sorry. I think it's been like, yeah, four, three or four weeks since my last episode. Bad, bad tomorrow. <laughs> so I hope you're all doing well. So now it's episode 67. I've been working on a few things and uh, I will let you know all about that closer to the time. And also, I'm going away, I'm going back to England for a month, which will be the first time in six years since I've seen my mates, because I, I lived in England for over 20 years. So super, super excited about that. So I leave in a couple of weeks. And also, I'm going, just doing a little solo trip to Morocco for 10 days whilst I'm over in Europe which I'm very excited about because I haven't been to Morocco. And it's the first time I'm going back to Africa since 94, which if you listen to my first series, that's all about my African 51,000 kilometer road trip for Paris to Cape Town in series one. So yeah, it's going to be, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm getting over my broken ankle and like, I don't know, I think I tore tendon in my knee as well. So my knee is actually worse than my ankle now. And of course, I also had COVID recently, so <laughs> that's one thing after another. So I definitely do a nice long holiday um, and spending time with my friends. Okay, so that is me. Now let's get over to the episode. Like I said, episode number 67, and we're going to Granada, Nicaragua. So it's uh, the 24th of February, 2020. So COVID had just kind of started. And I had booked another one of my gecko tours online, which honestly is so great for transport. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's door-to-door -door service and it's in like a, I think six, usually 16 seater van. They came and picked me up at eight in the morning. I said goodbye to the nice little family I was staying with in Leon. Managed to bag the front seat again. I was, <laughs> I was becoming very good at this. <laughs> so with my dodgy knees, I need all the room I can get. So it took about four hours to get to Granada from Leon. And of course, I was the last to be dropped off again. <laughs> so I booked Hostel El Fuente and really nice little hostel, super lovely owner, Ivan, and got up to my room. So it was just like one floor up. So the kind of the hallway was the balcony for the, I think it was like two or three rooms like next to mine, but I was at the end. So yeah, nice big room. I had an attached bathroom, which is luxury for me. <laughs> yeah, even though I'm in my early 50s, I still got a budget travel. Got settled into my room and then I was, you know, reading about this really cool little restaurant, kind of a local restaurant, because they did these, what they called banana burgers, which I was like intrigued. <laughs> 
course, but the reviews were amazing as well. So the restaurant is called Tetro Metro. And yeah, it was really cool little restaurant, really lovely owner who was also doing the cooking. And I ordered a banana chicken burger. So basically that means that they use fried plantain as your hamburger bun instead of bread. And it was delicious. It came with loads of fresh grilled vegetables and it was huge and it was delicious, absolutely delicious. And then I also got a homemade ginger iced tea, which also was great. I mean, that all of that cost me $5. Like Nicaragua is so cheap. <laughs> loving it <laughs> so then yeah just kind of went back to the hotel chilled a little bit chatted to Ivan and was already really liking the real like super chilled vibes of Granada so that was good and then Ivan gave me a coupon for a free drink at this other restaurant he's like it's really really good so I was like okay super so the restaurant's called Gala Pinto Cafe and it was not alcohol drink I didn't really drink that much on this trip to be honest Weird. <laughs> so the drink I got was, I can't remember the name of it, but it was made up of cocoa, cinnamon, and spices. And it was delicious. And then I ordered some chicken nachos. Because Granada is quite renowned for their cocoa, their chocolate. So you can do lots of chocolate tours as well. And that, again, was only six bucks. Six dollars. Then it was just basically back to the, my hotel room for Netflix and chill. <laughs> And I finally got a really good night's sleep, which is always appreciative. And then the in the morning, because my hotel stays, so I was paying $9 a night for my hotel, Hotel El Fuento. And Ivan made fresh breakfast every morning, and the breakfast was included as well. Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying, Nicaragua, it's a bargain. <laughs> so the first morning I had like a bowl of fresh fruit and granola and yogurt and a cup of tea. It was delish. So after breakfast, I was like, okay, we're hitting the town because Granada is pretty small, so you can walk all around it. It's like a colonial town. So a lot of the buildings are this like bright orange and yellows and like terracotta. It's really, really pretty. A lot of cobblestones. So before I hit the town, though, I was like, I need a haircut because being in the sun and everything, and I hadn't had a haircut for a while. So found a little hair salon, like local hair salon, which was hilarious because the hairdressers, none of them spoke English. <laughs> My Spanish is very, very limited. But luckily, uh, there was a guy in there getting his hair cut and he spoke English. So he basically translated what I wanted done, which was basically like just chop off five inches. <laughs> But she did, but it was still long enough to put in a little ponytail. So that was fine. It looked good. It felt a lot better because, again, it was really hot. So, you know, with long hair, nah, not great for hot weather. Cost me $2. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. So after my haircut, felt refreshed. And yeah, just walked through town. So it kind of went into this in the town center where they have their own little central park. And that's also where they have the Granada Cathedral which I think is probably one of the biggest, definitely in Nicaragua. I don't know if all of Central America, but it's pretty big there. You know, just took some pictures and videos. And then Central Park, there's lots of ice cream sellers. So I treated myself to an ice cream and just sat under one of the trees on a bench, chilled out. Like, it, honestly, like I said, it's really nice vibe in Granada. Just laid back. Do you know what I mean? It's not hectic. I don't know how many people live there, but, you know, it's a fair-sized town. But it just didn't feel like it. Didn't feel like a, a city, much more of a town. 
So I walked around for a couple hours and like just sweat and buckets. So I went back to the hostel because I also needed to have a pee break. And I thought I was nearby. So like, I'll just pop in. And Ivan was making some chicken noodle soup. So he's like, oh, do you, would you like a bowl? I was like, yeah, it's because it smelled gorgeous. So I just kind of chilled up in my, in my hotel. And then half an hour later, he knocked on my door. And like I said, outside my hotel room, there is kind of like a little balcony which had a table and chairs and stuff. So he brought me up in my bowl of soup, out, which I ate out there. And it was yummy. Even better, it was free. <laughs> really, really good. I was like, okay, I felt refreshed. I wanted to, because there's a really famous clock tower in Granada. So I went there and basically for $1, you can climb to the top, like where the this massive clock bell is, which is very loud, trust me. But if you're claustrophobic, <laughs> I don't know, because it's just long and windy, very narrow staircases. Like, I don't even know if two people could pass each other on the way. It's pretty much a one person job. So I got to the top and yeah, the views are absolutely stunning. You have like a 360 views of Granada and you can see all the volcanoes in the background. But a couple of the like schoolboys. Their, their job, I guess, is to ring that bell every half an hour. And I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> so the bell went off. I was like, whoa, yep. No wonder you can hear this pretty much throughout all of Granada. <laughs> yeah, really lovely view. So I definitely recommend getting up there if you can. Then later on, I went for dinner at the Pain Vidou for a delicious pizza. I had like basil, fresh basil, mushroom, and black olives pizza and it's made in a proper stone bake pizza oven and while I was waiting for my pizza the owner came over and he's a he's a guy called Kevin he's from Austin Texas he had the restaurant for a couple of years and been living in Granada for a couple of years obviously but he kind of goes back and forth between Texas and Granada a really nice guy so chatted to him for a bit and then on my way out when I was paying they had these massive homemade cinnamon rolls with cream cheese topping. I was like, yeah, can I have one of those to go, please? <laughs> so again, that cost me $7 for a drink, pizza, and massive cinnamon roll. So I brought the cinnamon roll back to my hotel so I can munch on that while I was watching my Netflix. <laughs> and then just kind of called it a night. Well, the next morning, I woke up to my room and even onto the hallway, like the terrace bit, completely flooded. So the toilet sprung a leak. And my bag was soaked, like my suitcase was soaked. And my little day bag and my cl any clothes that were on the floor. <laughs> Luckily, all my electronics were not on the floor. So at least that was good. So I like had to throw out all the wet clothes over the railing of the terrace. Go down, tell Ivan, like, I mean, literally two inches of water in my room. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He's like, I'll phone a plumber today. We'll get that sorted today. I was like, okay, that'd be good. He made breakfast for me, which was cheese and pepper omelet with some tortillas and a cup of tea. Like, honestly, the breakfasts are delicious. <laughs> like I said, included in the price. So even better. I decided I was going to go to Apeo Lagoon today. So next door, there was a pretty busy, more like a backpackers hostel called Oasis Hostel, which was really nice. Went in there to book, because you can do book a day trip to go to uh, Apeo Lagoon. So it was $15, and that included your return transport, as well as a day pass at Paradiso Hotel, which is right on the lakefront. 
So I was like, okay, that's cool. 15 bucks. So we left about uh, 10 in the morning and it's only about 20, 25 minute drive. Oh my gosh. The lagoon is like stunning. There's all these like tropical trees with lots of flowers and, you know, it's surrounded by volcanoes and how the lagoon formed was because, you know, hundreds of years ago or thousands, I don't even know how long, <laughs> a long time ago, one of the volcanoes collapsed on itself and it formed a crater lake. So you're swimming inside a volcano. It's so cool. And the water's perfect temperature and the water's like really soft because it's, you know, so many minerals. I actually felt better after I was swimming in there. And then there's all these like little tiny volcanic rocks on the bottom. And they look like normal black stones kind of, right? But they're super, super light. They're just made of air. So of course I took a handful of those for my nieces and nephews because I was like, yeah, they'll like that volcanic rock, man. <laughs> Which they did. <laughs> and I kept one for myself, of course. And then with your day pass at Purgis Hotel, you get, they have kayaks and they have like inner tubes to float on. And there's a couple of platforms, like floating platforms you can swim out to and rest on there. And again, like I said, it's absolutely beautiful. And they also have, you know, sun chairs and stuff like that and a restaurant. So um, yeah, I swam for a few hours on one of the inner tubes and then Came in, had some lunch, mango, chicken, and rice, and salad, which is pretty good. Again, that was pretty reasonable, $6.50. And then, yeah, just caught some rays, really. Really lovely, relaxing day. You know, met a few people, chatted to other travelers. And then we left at 4 o'clock. It's funny because, again, I got the front seat. <laughs> but I did have to share it with a Dutch lady. So on the way back, her and I sat next to each other again. And she was with her husband. And they were going to go to Ometepe Islands the next day. And I was like, oh, I'm going there too. And she was like, well, do you want the three of us want to share a taxi? Like you have to get two different local buses. And it takes, I think, two and a half hours on the bus. And I was like, yep, sounds good. <laughs> they came into my hostel when we got dropped off with the transport, you know, with our day pass. Ivan was there. So I, I told Ivan the plan. He's like, oh, I have a friend who's a taxi driver. I'll call him. So he managed to save us $5 on the taxi from what the Dutch couple found. So it only cost us like $12 each, you know, again, picking us up at our hotel and then taking us to San Jorge, the ferry port. So we're like, cool. So we booked it to pick me up at eight o'clock in the morning and then we pick them up on the way and then drive to San Jorge. Awesome. Yeah, said bye to the Dutch couple, said I'll see you in the morning. And then I was hoping that my hotel toilet would have been fixed and <laughs> dried up. But no joy. I mean, Ivan had, you know, mopped up all the water and everything. So he got there shortly after I got back, the plumber. But I don't know what he was doing. It took him like two hours because he didn't have a part and he'd have to go back. You know, I was like, oh, my God. So I couldn't leave for go for dinner until he got back, which was about seven o'clock. But it was fixed. So that was good. And then I went to a local place called Tito's and I had this massive platter of barbecue chicken wings, chips and salad and a beer. Again, $6.50. <laughs> and then just went back and kind of did a bit of Netflix and tried to have an early night, which I did. Like I slept really well there, actually. And then, yep, next morning the taxi came, picked us up or picked me up first. But bless, Ivan got up early to make me breakfast. <laughs> 
so cute. So I think it was like some boiled eggs and some tortillas, kind of like a huevo rancheros kind of thing. So it wasn't boiled eggs. But again, good as always. I said my goodbyes to him. Taxi, yeah, got there at eight o'clock on the dot and picked up the Dutch couple. But because we're going in taxi, it only took us like 90 minutes to get there. So we're an hour early for the ferry, which was fine. But to hear about Ometepe, make sure you subscribe because that's going to be the next episode. Because I think there's like, probably I'll do two more episodes, maybe even one long one. And then this series will be a wrap. For my next series, I might even do, because I'm going to Morocco for 10 days. I mean, I could do a little bit about England, but because I know Brighton, where I'll be staying with friends so well, it's I never think of it as a travel destination. It was my second home. So maybe I'll do that trip, you know, a bit about Brighton and the Morocco trip. I don't know. We'll see. For my next series, if not, then I'm going to kind of go back in chronological order after my African trip in 1998. I went from Amsterdam to Kathmandu overland by myself, which was almost a year long trip. Pretty crazy because then I went also went over to Thailand and Malaysia for my first time. But I couldn't get there by land because Burma was closed. It was just impossible. So I had to fly from Kathmandu to Bangkok, but the rest of it was by land. So I want to have this series wrapped up before I go away for a month because I won't take a month off before the next series starts. And now it's time for Tam's Top Tips. Okay, but of course, before we go, it is time for Tam's Top Tips. So tip number one, I would say you could easily get by about 25 to $35 US, depending on your accommodation, like how much you want to spend in Nicaragua. Like it's so reasonable, you know, including excursions. Because like I said, most of my meals were between the 5 to $7 range. Accommodation, like I said, at, uh, in Granada was $9 a night, including breakfast. So yeah, you could definitely do that. It's really, I think it's probably the cheapest country in Central America. And the best time to go is between November and April. It's like the hot, dry season. Otherwise, you're going to get a lot of rain. So tip number two would be, yes, definitely go to Apoya Lagoon. It is so beautiful. and It's so cool to swim in a volcanic crater lake. <laughs> Where else can you do that? <laughs> like last episode, I tobogganed down an active volcano. Now I'm swimming in one. So, well, so obviously not active anymore. It's underwater, but uh, it was pretty cool. Oh, another thing you could do, which I didn't, you can actually scuba dive in the crater lake, which is pretty cool. Again, you can organize it at the Paradiso Hotel. And you can even stay there too. I almost did stay there, but for whatever reason, I didn't. So, and here's a little tip to save yourself $5. <laughs> if you go to the Paradiso Hotel Granada Nicaragua Facebook page and message them, they'll give you a coupon that you can get it for $10, like the transport and the day pass. So it'd save you five bucks. One of the other thing, well, pretty much the only thing that I didn't really get to do that I wanted to in Central America was go do a night tour to an active volcano. And the volcano near Granada, which you can do that, is the Messiah volcano. So I was planning on doing that because you could pay, you could pay an extra $10, $10 or $15 and had that included. So instead of coming back from the Perdisa Hotel at four o'clock, you'd stay and they would take you on the volcanic tour for two hours at nighttime. So you can see like the lava 
right? I really, really wanted to do that because you can toast marshmallows over like lava. Like what? That's so amazing. But because of some stupid American guy, he had like booked the Messiah volcano for weeks because he was recording, I don't know, a documentary or something because he was going to walk across this active volcano on a tightrope. Like honestly, every traveler I met, we were so pissed (laughs) because why does he have to have a closed off at night? Like he's not doing this thing at nighttime. So didn't get to do that. But yeah, very annoying. But I guess pretty good because I did tick off everything else I wanted to do on my list. So tip number three, there's another thing you can do, which I didn't do in Granada. You can do a boat tour around the islets of Granada. So in the lake, obviously. Um, <laughs> and because you have all the, like Granada is just surrounded by volcanoes, right? It's amazing. There's like hundreds of these little islets, or, you know, islands, tiny little islands in the lake, just like 15 minutes outside Granada. And how the islets came about was because one of the big volcanoes nearby like exploded, erupted, and created all these, like out of volcanic ash, these little islets. Some are bigger than others, obviously. So, and there's like animals living on there and birds and stuff. There is a little bit of vegetation on them. Anyway, so yeah, you can do a little boat tour for including transportation. It's $25. Or you can just get there yourself. And because like I said, it's only 15 minutes. And then you can rent a kayak. You could kayak around, which would be pretty cool. And then for solo female travelers, Nicaragua, I felt super safe. Granada, especially, like, I walked around at nighttime. I wasn't out late at night, but because Granada is so small, you can walk everywhere. So, you know, when I was walking back and forth to restaurants at nighttime, no problems. Like, always felt safe there. And the people are really lovely. And if you could speak Spanish, you're sorted. Because even when you don't, this was all through Central America, actually. Anytime I'd be walking anywhere, I... People saw me, big smiles, hola, hola, wave, like the nicest people. And another thing I would say, you know, when you're a solo traveler, whether it be female or male, is, you know, swimming is kind of annoying because you got your stuff, right? Your cat and your wallet or phone or whatever. So I found on Amazon, like I got two of these waterproof bags that wrap around my waist, like with a belt. And yeah, I just put my money and my phone in there and then just go in the water. No worries. Don't have to ask anyone. (laughs) Like my other stuff, towels and stuff, I might say keep an eye. Okay, so that is a wrap for this episode. So I will definitely, like I said, finish this series in the next two weeks because I leave two weeks today. Have yourself an awesome day and make sure you subscribe. And like I said, of course, you can always find more details at manyroadstraveled.com. Okay, until next time, safe travels, one road at a time.